to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. You're listening to On the Block here on 93.7 The Ticket. We are just talking about Coach K, and I was just kind of going through some thoughts as I as I was kind of thinking about his place in history as maybe the best coach of all time. Again, the, the other the, the biggest um, debate probably would be John Wooden as, as the top coach. People would consider him the GOAT. I, I just wonder, because he, he, he once won seven straight titles. That's pretty good. Ten in 12 years, I believe. Um, I don't know if it, 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 it part part of it kind of hurts in that discussion to me is obviously the aging, right? Not a whole lot of people that have, have watched John Wooden, so naturally some of that gets lost. Um, but I think part of the problem too seems to be that they they did their run at the same time maybe the Celtics did, and it, it, they almost were just too dominant. It's, it's both the Celtics and in UCLA where the Celtics like they won, and but they won with Bill Russell as a player coach even. And that was like, well, I just don't know about the competition if they're winning with a, with a player coach. And, and, and they just won too often. Do you think that ultimately hurts John Wooden and the Celtics of that era? Um, you know, just that the fact that you just you start to question the competition if they're that dominant. I, I think they just they I would have to say that they probably just had the, the super teams of the day. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no different than what. UConn women have had no different than what uh, some of the other teams over the course of many different dynasties have had. They just had these super team. It just had a lot of guys that just were so good. And they ended up just having too many and many more than any other team did. Right. All right. I mean, you know, Wilt by himself was a dominant force, but he didn't have a whole bunch around him. Like, I mean, they had like Havlicek and Nelson and, you know, Russell and, and you know, Tommy Heisen. And they just had all these different types of guys that can do a lot of different things uh, on their team. Um, a lot of people, you know, even don't think about what the Lakers like had with Kareem, Worthy and Magic. Oh, yeah. That's for, that's phenomenal. Yeah. Then you throw in Cooper and Byron Scott and A.C. Green and you start throwing in all these other pieces and that's a phenomenal team. You do the same thing when you look at, um, you know, teams like shoot, who else? Um, you know, the Celtics, even the other Celtics with Larry Bird and Kevin McHale and Robert Parrish. And then you throw in DJ and then Ainge. And, you know, so they just had a, just a balance of a whole bunch of talent on their team. And then they happened to play together as a, as a unified front. And so that just made them great. I think, um, in the same manner, you, you look at those teams back then, and they, they just had a bunch of dumb, and, and they didn't have salary cap issues the way that they have them now. You know, you were able to kind of put, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars together and, and put a, a good team together, and that was okay. You know, whereas now you got to worry about, you know, luxury taxes and all types of things that that come with that of having these types of teams put together. Yeah, and, and speaking of that, I did want to get to this too over in the NFL side. And I, I didn't uh, prepare you for this uh, today. Uh, I didn't say, usually I send strict a text about what we're going to talk about. So, uh, you know, I, we can forgive you if you don't have much to say about this. But um, the, it looks like the Cowboys are going to release Amari Cooper 
And he's, uh, you know, he's been a four-time Pro Bowler. Um, not their, you know, they have C.D. Lamb there, so maybe he's not their go-to number one guy. But I mean, he's still one of the top receivers in the game. And it's it's not because they don't like his play, right? It's because of what you're talking about, the taxi. I mean, you just can't have Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott, and um, you know, if they want to re- re-sign the likes of Randy Gregory and Van Der Esch and some of those other guys, um, you know, you, you, Micah Parsons eventually and, and C.D. Lamb are going to come up, uh, you know, once their rookie contracts over. So they're kind of planning ahead here um do you think that that's the right move because i've heard it argued you know for years receivers are, are good for fantasy but they're not great for winning titles but then you look at this past year where the rams i mean cooper cup had to be the story of the season and then obj comes in there i mean and, and van jefferson's a very good number three i mean they had weapons they seemed to win with their wide receivers maybe more than anything and then the other part of that is cincinnati i mean cincinnati made it to the super bowl Probably, I mean, maybe the first team in in, at least, in the history, or at least a long time, without an offensive line, a very good offensive line. They led the the league in sacks. Do you think it's evolving into a league that more maybe more should be spent on the wide receivers? Yeah, I, I think they did. That's the way that they saw it. And and yeah, you can say what you want. Um, the Jones family can can speak out there with regards to Amari Cooper and his lack of success over the last few years. Some injuries that kind of propped up on them but at the end of the day they, they're looking at that 21 million over the cap and he's got 16 million of it and do 20 million uh once that i think is in march when this season yeah. the, the roster season kicks off uh so you gotta you gotta figure that out you gotta figure out who is that gonna come from you know we like elliot i mean they, they love pollard but it, pollard isn't an elliot you know what i mean so yeah. Um, and then with his lack of, of success over the last, it, I don't know. It just, to me, it seemed like Amari Cooper got real comfortable. It, he wasn't, he wasn't as active as he was the year before when he was hunting that contract. And and so at that point, you got to make a decision and it's, it comes down to business ultimately. And that was a business move for them. I mean, to take up 16 million, now that puts you at five, you don't have as much to have to get to uh, in, in releases and, and contract renegotiations and stuff like that. So I, that's just a big chunk that they eat out of it with with taking off Amari Cooper's with that 16 million. I mean, he was due 20, so you're only going to take a four million uh, cap hit. So that's 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 uh, that's probably important for them. I mean, but yeah. it's 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 crazy that they didn't want to renegotiate it. I mean, they just basically let him go, or they're going to just let him go. And and obviously, he's going to be sought after. There's going to be oh, somebody yeah. that's going to definitely want his services, and he's just not going to get the money that he was getting with with the Cowboys, but. He's going to get something and it's, it's going to, I'm sure it's going to be all right. And he'll do well with wherever team. I think if Amari was a second, maybe third receiver on a, on a, on a team, he, he would have more success, but being the lead guy there, I think they really want to see what CD lamb can do. Um, I mean, they've got Gallup that's coming back and uh, Wilson is somebody that they really thought did a good job for them. So when they look at it from that standpoint, I think they just say, hey, these guys aren't going to cost us as much as Amari. He didn't put up the numbers that we would have loved to see from that, and they can justify it by that that means. Yeah, for what it's worth, Dak's numbers were better with, with Amari on the on the court, on the the floor, I should say, on the on the field. Now jumping back between basketball and football on the field. Um, but, uh, you know, and CD had a few drop problems. Neither of them really showed up much in the playoff game, which might be as part of the problem there. Um, but like you said, this isn't a, this isn't a Amari Cooper is bad type of thing. It's a, it's a, it's a salary cap 
issue. It's a business and deal. ultimately, mm-hmm. he is a guy that's never had more than eight touchdowns receiving in his career as far as per season. So, you know, maybe that, you know, kind of factored in as well. Uh, we are pleased to be joined by Elena from Upside Bar and Grill. Of course, the last time we talked to you, Elena, was just before the Super Bowl. Um, so I'm kind of interested in how the Super Bowl went down and, and, and how things are going over there at Upside for that weekend. Do you want me to put a... Yeah, you can put the headphones on. <laughs> Still learning this whole radio thing. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. You, you, I thought you were a pro after last time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's been good uh, that we rolled out the Margarita Club and the Taco Club, and that's it's really been been picking up you know we always love more business though oh yeah there you go <laughs> so we got the fight tomorrow which is always it's my favorite favorite time is the fight <laughs> night so yeah are you guys having any special for the fight night um you know our special is uh we don't charge a cover charge so. yeah that's the biggest thing because <laughs> it is pay-per-view yes yep <laughs> so, take so care of that <laughs> otherwise um i'll be cooking in the kitchen like usual and um i we got some good burgers and stuff like that um good beers and our prices are are, are Really comparable for, for the area, you know, really yeah. low. So And remind people where it is exactly, uh, because I'm terrible with directions. <laughs> uh, we're 27th in Pine Lake um, in that strip mall there, uh, right next to Jersey Mike's, Chipotle, um, Red Robin, that little that area. So right across from South Point. Yeah. And I believe it, it might have changed, but since I, at one point I heard that you could also bring some food in as well if you if yep. you were ready to to get some drinks going. <laughs> yep. Nope. I, we are totally fine with that. We are, um, we're happy if you grab food from anywhere in the whole strip there or have it delivered. Um, not, not a problem for us. Like yeah. we just kind of, we were really good at the drinks and, yeah. um, the food's just an added addition. So it is a good food though. So if you want to try our food, I, I recommend yeah, it. But. Yeah. <laughs> Save a little money for that. Yeah. Of, course, of course there's Kino. You can, you can put some tunes on. So there's a lot of stuff to go, uh, yeah. go on in the bar. Uh, what is your favorite part about fighting? Do you, do you get to sneak out and watch some of the fights or you mostly still in the kitchen um i like the cheering all of a sudden i hear all like or that when somebody gets hurt yeah you hear this oh "Ah," yeah and then i come running out to go check it out yeah you gotta see what happened they (laughs) show that on the replay um so that's always fun um do you have any specials for the weekend or, or is it mostly just fight night here uh, mostly fight nights this big this weekend yeah. or whatever, and then um, we'll, we're going to do some stuff for March Madness. Uh, oh, yeah. We got you guys coming out, I think, on the fourteenth. Is that Monday? I think so. Um, and yeah, so we'll see. We'll do some kind of brackets or something like that. We're still working on the details yeah. of that, but we will have something. It'll be fun. And then, like I said, we've also got our Monday tacos and margaritas too that night. So oh yeah, that's always uh, a good any excuse to go. Elena, do you guys <laughs> got some good some good wine up there? Some some great vintage vintage uh, vino. Um, you know, it used to be a wine bar, but like a couple bars before ours. Um, and <laughs> we can't compete with that, but we do have wine and we have sangria that um, I made up the recipe of because I love sangria, so white and a red. So that's that's my go-to. <laughs> <laughs> and we might ask you every time, but what is, is what is your favorite drink to, that you make there? My favorite drink? Well, I mean, if anybody actually knows me, I could lie and say something really cool, but yeah. um, I'm, I'm more of a shot taker. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's uh, that's kind of up my alley. I'll just find some vodka myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say Rumplemints. Uh, but, oh, there you go. Uh, Jameson has this new orange, uh, Jameson Orange, and I highly recommend it for anybody. Uh, oh, yeah. It's a great one. So I've kind of switched to that lately. <laughs> that, hey, most, most, I, I shouldn't say you can't go wrong because uh, sometimes your stomach will disagree with you, but for the most part, if you choose good, you, you can't go wrong. you kind of yeah. just got to learn yourself right yep yep exactly <laughs> she's elena from upside barn grill uh one more reminder for uh for where it is in in uh the, the fight night when do, what do you know what time that starts um because i know even 
Uh, there's going to be, you know, it's, it's Saturday, so there's always some pretty good games. We talked about Duke, North Carolina, I'm sure, will be on one of the TVs. So, um, you know, Saturdays are always a good time um, to, you know, to go to upside. Um, but I believe the UFC fights usually start a little bit later. I was trying to run down what time it starts. Yeah, I want to say prelims are usually about 7. 37 okay. 30 is when they start um and then you know kind of just rolls into the fight i'd say on average we turn the pay-per-view on about 9 30 or so but it's okay. all it's on the tv as soon as pre yeah. start and on the sound so you can hear it and um it's it's a fun time but i would say get there early because if you want a table you know we, yeah. we um we're trying to not do reservations now because we're getting so many calls on it that's a good problem though. Um, yeah, it is. It really is. So we'll put. I'll put a, another table up tomorrow and some more, some more extra seating, and it might just be standing room, standing room only yeah. after a while. So well, very cool. There, there you have it. If you don't have Saturday plans now, you do. Fight night at Upside Bar and Grill. Thank you again for Lana for stopping by. Thank you. All right, there she goes. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back here on the block, it is time for a shootout with Strick. Today we have. Uh, we've been talking about Coach K a bit. Might be uh, might be a game show evolve around Coach K this game. Give us a call, 402-464-5685. First one in line will get the chance at Strict today and get your chance at $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings. That's coming up next here on The Block on 93.7 The Ticket.